podcast I do. And this is my voice three weeks on the podcast. Okay, yeah, that was that was a roundabout. Love is love. Rise and shine. Also, I think it's funny. <laughs> Welcome to the Ecclesia After Hours podcast, where we talk about all the things relevant to young adults navigating what it means to follow Jesus. Each week, we'll have a candid conversation and offer some practical takeaways on the subjects you bump up against every day. We like to talk about the hard stuff, and we have a whole lot of fun while we're at it. Our heart for this podcast is that it helps you pursue Jesus in all that you do. So let's get into this episode of the Ecclesia After Hours podcast. Welcome to the Ecclesia After Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Kenna, and um, here we've got Molly. Hello. And Josh. Hi there. And Garrett. What's up? And today we are talking about partying. Um, Jesus partied. We love to celebrate. Um, but sure sometimes do. partying comes with a culture of binge drinking and all kinds of things people wonder about when it comes to boundaries and how to participate or not as Christians. Um, so let's just get into it. And you guys want to start off by just talking about why is the term partying sometimes considered like it's a bad thing to do? Is it ever okay to go to parties? Yeah, I think that um, I think it's just kind of squishy. Yeah, like it's a very squishy term totally. that doesn't have a lot of definition and has a ton of different nuances. Um, in linguist, uh, there's this like idea in linguistics about like subjective meaning, meaning like whoever's saying it, and it, depending on the context, it's going to have a very different meaning. And so, I think partying is one of those terms. It is very subjective, and so like some people could mean partying as just going to a party and being there. Mm -hmm. Some people could mean going to the party and um, throwing yourself into everything that's existing in that party, whether that's drinking or drugs or sex or whatever. Like that is what the partying is. It's such an interesting verb. Like (laughs) we're going to go party. Like also the, I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And also like no one wants to be like, I'm not into partying. (laughs) Also, I think that the word partying sounds Partying. Part, like it does. Why I sound. Partying. Partying. <laughs> I don't For like sure. it. <laughs> that, that, does that make sense? Like, that, 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 that feel why it's like a hard thing? Because like, when you say the word and you tell someone, I went to this party, it could mean, mean a ton of a things. Ton a lot of, of assumptions things. fly into people's brains. Yes. No right. matter what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and don't you think mostly when we use the word party or partying <laughs> today, we're mostly talking about like how Garrett said, throwing yourself into everything that totally. has to do with partying. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I would it, say that that's probably when you hear like, <laughs> when, like I, I think like when I hear someone say like, I went to a party and it was crazy. I don't think like I sat on the couch and took care and of my drunk. That's my idea. I mean, oh party. God, I went to this party. It was totally I played solitaire the whole time. It was insane. Everyone had so much fun and I ministered. <laughs> you know, like I don't think that's what anyone thinks. This does way. make me right. think of the great, um, the riot that happened in Bellingham. Oh, yeah. That is what I I think of when I think of crazy parties. You guys should tell that story real quick because you guys all lived it. Um, Well, you were there. I was like three weeks into my friend. Molly was at a party and (laughs) you guys, did you know that Molly started a riot? Listen here. Newsflash. I was at a friend's apartment and someone, I think, called and was like, you guys, I was a sophomore in college and 
Um, really probably had never been to a party, maybe like one. Um, and people were like, there's this crazy party riot happening like near campus. And so we were like, well, obviously we want to go see what's happening. <laughs> Someone says, I, there's a riot happening. I'm like, let's go. Yep. So we ended up driving over to campus and parked like by the Higginson dorms, I think it was. And then we walked over to Laurel Park, which is like right where the riot was happening. And let me tell you, I have not really ever been that scared in my entire life. People were like flipping cop cars. They ripped stop signs out of the ground. And they were like throwing and them at the then, door. <laughs> and then they, uh, the uh, police the threw police. a um, tear gas bomb thing. And then that's when I was like, oh, I need to go. And so <laughs> I started running. And I looked look around and all my friends are gone and I was like hello anybody and I'm just like running like up the hill oh my god! was that a moment where you're like everything I've heard about parties is true <laughs> like, just like a little innocent I was so scared but so that's the standard of partying so when you say partying to me that's what I think of so I'm just kidding but that was Molly that's that was a pretty crazy. cool story about how you started a riot <laughs> yeah let it be known it made the news all the way in the UK it yeah did. it was national news it was Honestly, also, because part of it was I like... I was bullying. <laughs> also, I thought you said I, bullying. <laughs> no, I was not bullying. You were sitting there like at the right being like... Josh was bullying. Josh was the one pulling out the You're stuff. You're a total dorkist if you don't push over the <laughs> cop car. You won't. You won't. You won't do it. Oh don't gosh. be a dorkist. Push over the cop car. <laughs> You, Josh. No, I was in much lamer, like <laughs> just bowling. Yeah, I think I got a phone call that said there's a riot right now. I was like, whoa. I do remember our friend Woody was there, and someone we we parked in the parking lot, and someone was like, "What's going on? What's this craziness?" And Woody goes, "Oh man, didn't you hear the Teletubbies are in town?" <laughs> That was great. Also, what was so funny about that riot? I don't know if there's anything funny about a riot, but what was so strange was like there was no distinct reason. 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 Well, the cops broke up the party. Yeah, I mean, that was the reason. reason Everyone freaked out. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, in hindsight, such stupid thing. I know. I just thought, like, that was the reason that I think it made so many national news outlets was like there wasn't a distinct. Yeah. Injustice. Yes. So we're starting yeah. off this podcast with a what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but back to partying. Uh, I think the question of like, is partying bad and like why, like should we or shouldn't we do it and all that. Like, uh, I think that it's a pretty like nuanced conversation because, like we said, there's a lot of different elements of that. Um, but I, but I will say like. Uh, that there's a level of like, it's it's there's a level of like your discretion involved, of what you're participating in and being wise about how you're doing that. So for example, I think that we can all agree that if like you're actively following Jesus, but you're like actively like participating in all that partying means, like I would say like that's probably not the greatest idea. Uh, that, that 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 I don't think any of us would like advocate for that in any way, but. Uh, um, but but I think I hear from Christians a lot of different reasons for why we go to parties. Like there's a level of like, oh, I, I go there to do ministry. We're like, hey, Jesus partied. Like, he turned water into wine, right? Like I should like, what what's with like what's with that? Um, and I think that there's like a level of like, uh, one, uh, Jesus didn't sin, <laughs> and and didn't. Uh, at parties, like he's God, and there's a level of like he, he is like uh, 
the influencer, like I would say, not necessarily being the one who's influenced. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, one, I mean, in terms of partying, I think all of us like have partied, but in a but in a way that I don't think is typically associated with like. Oh well, no! I, I have actually par- like yes. <laughs> May, I'm not clear. speaking for all of us. I'm I am. Saying- I am for sure partied in the way that everyone is thinking right totally. now. Totally. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just in the sense of like having fun with your friends. Totally. Sense, sure. 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 A level sure. of that. Um, and I think that like uh, when I when I read about Jesus and going to parties and all that, I'm sure that everything that happens typically at parties now was happening then. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about Jesus being God in those situations and being right. the one who's influencing rather than influence hmm. does yeah. stand out to me. Um, and I think that there's wisdom in that. Like for the, for if, for example, if you're easily influenced by doing something like that, or like that's having a negative impact on you, maybe don't go to parties because it's not going to be healthy for you. And yeah. like, you're going to make poor decisions. Right. Um, uh, yeah. What do you have? Do you have anything to add to that? Well, to, yeah, I have a couple of oh, thoughts. For sure. Thoughts. Um, <laughs> So first off, like th- I love that story of Jesus turning water into wine. Yes. Love it. It's like one of my favorite stories. One, because it gives a very distinct impression that Jesus' mom, Mary, had too much to drink. Like, mm-hmm. it is very much so in the subtext. Like, all the wine's gone, which would have been, like, a cultural shame. Like, it would, like, to not provide enough food for your wedding. So, like, people were going a little crazy that night. It's very much so in the subtext that, like, Mary's a little loose-lipped, and she's like, my son, Jesus, I talked to an angel. He's got this. And he's like, <laughs> mom, like, you know, like this is weird, like thing where he's like, and, but I think that that's actually a, the way that that story plays out is that God will work in spite of the fact that you probably had too much to drink and said the wrong thing. Like God is still going to work in the midst of that. That's mm-hmm. part of the story. Yep. It's not that like Jesus then endorses the party. It's like, no, God can still work beauty out of it, even though there's this huge cultural shame going on. And yep. Mary probably s- said a little too much when it wasn't her time to say something. Right. That's the part, that's the part of the story. So like when everyone was like, well, Jesus party, I'm like, yeah, but like, that's not what that passage is about. Um, but he also did get everyone more drunk, so I don't really know <laughs> what to do with that. But it's in the Bible. I don't know what to do with it. But all that to say is, like, also, I think that it's really important to ask ourselves, how are we leveraging parties to navigate and influence our realities? What, is, what are we using them for? Whether it's the substances or, the, like, the sex or whatever that's happening at those parties and everything that's encapsulated – what role are they playing in your life? Like, I, like, I think colloquially we, we would think like in our head, we would think like, Oh, it's like a release mm. or it's like a way to let go or it's a way to have fun or whatever. Right. And that's true. Like all of those things, like I'm not going to say like all of those things that like having drinks is fun. Having sex is fun. Like going to parties and dancing is fun. Like that's totally. all n- not untrue things. And God doesn't, like God doesn't want you to not have all of those things. Like he, he wants you to have fun. He wants you to do all those things. However, not at the expense of you substituting him with those things. What I mean by that is, is simply that, that oftentimes what I think is going on when let's just say Christians party is that they are actually, actually substituting God's uh, for God's presence, alcohol, drinking, sex, dancing, whatever, to have fun, to cope, 
to have a release or whatever, that what Christians profess is that God alone is our coping mechanism, Mm -hmm. that he is the one that makes us feel comfortable, that he is the one that gives us courage and bravery. Like all of these things that like, like he is the one that, that is our, our refuge in when, yeah. when things like are too much. And so if you leverage parties or leverage alcohol or leverage sex or anything that's happening in there in order to meet something that God is supposed to do for you, like that's what the scripture scriptures call an idol. That you are replacing God with something that is not God to do something that God is supposed to do. And so I think that that's the reason, like, th- that's the reason why, it, like, I think oftentimes that people want the, should I drink at this party or not? And it's like, maybe, but maybe not. It depends on what is alcohol doing for you in your, in that moment. Are you using, is it using it as escape mechanism? Are you using it to replace God? Then probably not, right? So... So I think that that's a really important distinction for us to, to, to talk about and think about when we're talking about partying is, is what way is it functioning? And, and I think that like going to a lot of our conversations is that if you're looking for this, at this podcast to like tell you like here's the five things – five ways to know that your partying is okay or not okay. Like that, that listicle doesn't exist on this podcast. Like, like it's, it's, we're here to tell you like, no, actively discern in your life. How is that functioning for you? And it's probably going to take you some trial and error and you'll probably get it wrong sometimes and you'll probably get it right sometimes. But luckily God is gracious. Um, God is gracious. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And something that, um, I was thinking of when both of you guys were talking and Josh, when you were talking about um, being in an influencer or being easily influenced um, is kind of this idea of people going to parties to quote unquote minister, right. ministering at parties. Like you're not there to, you know, um, treat substance as idol or whatever. Like that's not something you struggle with. Um, and so you, you go to parties to minister. Um, what does yeah. that look like? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. Molly, um, you've been to a riot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of ministers. How happening. did you minister at the <laughs> yeah. riot? Yeah. Did you like um, lay hands on the cop car and hope that it like healed it? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I do remember someone asked us if we could drive them to Portland. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I was like, that would have been ministered. It's a bit out of the way. So I think we denied a chance to minister. No. Um, yeah, I think that's just such a like it's such an interesting I cannot roll my eyes higher line. Than yeah. Like I'm going to this party to do ministry. Like if you are, that is awesome. Like if you really are, that is so great. And I like, I hope the Lord blesses that time and those conversations. But if that's your excuse to participate, yep. like I just en- encourage you to like, just listen to God's spirit and discern what he might have for you um, in that. But what I think ministry could look like is, making conscious decisions that are maybe different from the people around you because of what you believe and because of, um, what you're like, what you're hearing from God and what God's asking of you. And when people maybe notice or ask why, like being honest with them and, and sharing what your faith means to you. And, um, what I also think that ministry could look like is, uh, accountability in relationships. And so if you, um, if you have friends that, you know, maybe struggle with the temptation of partying, um, and participating in all that that brings, like ministry could look like before you go to the party saying, maybe 
let's not go tonight. Like, hey, maybe let's do something different. Um, Or ministry could look like asking your friends, like, hey, how do we feel about going to this party? Like, do we feel like we're going to be okay? Like, do we feel like we're going to be able to make um, wise decisions? Um, And if your friends say yes, and then decisions are made that aren't wise, like, later that week or the next day or whatever, like, listening to God's spirit and having a conversation and saying, Hey, we talked about this and then this happened. Like, tell me more, tell me what your heart was in that. Like, how can I support you differently? Um, so I think there is a lot of different ways that ministry can look like around this idea of partying. That doesn't just mean showing up to the party as a Christian, like showing up to a party as a Christian is not ministry. Like, I love you guys, but that's not ministry. You're not right. ministering to anybody. Right. Or just being there. Yeah, yeah. like that yeah. is confusing. Like, no more than like driving your car to the racetrack makes you a yes. race car exactly. driver. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's what when people say like I'm going to this party to minister, it's like I'm going to this party and I'm a Christian. And that just is sometimes confusing because if we profess one thing – and then we do something totally different. That's yep. that's hard. And we all do that every single day. We all like profess things that we believe and then we act in ways in sin that are not in line with God. But um to claim that you're going to a party for ministry and then to like just totally disregard like what you value, um, is hard. And so I th- yeah, I do think I'm kind of just talking at this point, but I think like a lot there are a lot of different ways to um to love people well and to honor God in like kind of the realm of what partying looks like. Yeah. And I can tell you what it doesn't look like. Like it doesn't look like going to the party and being like, look at all those sinners. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging out over here and look being, at them. Yeah, like totally I'm sure. the judgmental. Like it doesn't look like, man, look how great I am by not right. participating in what right, they're doing. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not ministry either. Uh, totally. And I think what Molly said is key is like, it's probably not going to be the, most efficient or effective way to have that conversation with your friend while they're drunk, like, or while they're doing something that's like, uh, while they're actively participating. I think having that conversation like the next day or later in that week and being like, Hey, let's talk about what happened. Like that would be more ministry. Like, because you're not leaving them. You're not judging. Like you're actually still ministry looks like still loving and caring for everyone around you at that party, like in an active way. Uh, but it doesn't just passively look like, well, I'm not doing that. Right. And they are. I think that it's important to like, I think it's, it's super important, especially uh, like that we continue to love people who are even, who are, who are struggling in that, right. who are participating, that you're not going to leave them or break off relationship because yeah. they're going through something. I think that that is not yeah. what Jesus modeled at all. Totally. And I think that that, that, that term that you just said, I think is, that's what it means to model, but that is an, like, the idea of modeling is, I think, what it would mean if you're looking for a tangible way to do ministry. Yeah, that's good. At a party. Yeah. uh, Is is modeling. Um, That, like, um, I quote Aristotle too much. Sorry. Aristotle (laughs) says that you do not know virtue unless you see virtue. Mm. So if you want to show, like, if you want to do ministry, like, Go to a party and show them what actual fun looks like. Show them what actual courage looks like. Yeah. Show them what actual connection looks like. Because all that is is a group of people 
trying to have courage, trying to have connection, mm-hmm. trying to have release, That's a good point. but literally doing it in ways, all of those are good things. Yeah. All of those are profoundly virtuous things. Yep. But they're just doing it in a way that is is not actually going to get them to their their right. actual end. Aristotle and Aquinas later would call it their telos, like their end point. What they're actually longing for, it's not going to get them there. And so like there's an element to which that that's like super tragic mm-hmm. and then yeah. and that like that's really sad. But like going there absence of judgment and Doing all the things that they're hoping for, but doing them in the power of God's spirit. Yeah. Mm. Right. Like being there for them and with them and in that. Because like, I think like oftentimes, like I think about it in, in terms of like, like the type, type like oftentimes um, I, I used to work at, uh, like when I was in Boulder, we lived right down the street from, um, from frat row. And they, like there was a Christian frat. And like all these guys are like, we minister at parties. And I'm like, no, like I get this set. Like I'm not like, it, yeah, like I don't mean to like, if you're listening to this and you're in a Christian frat at UW or at CU Boulder or whatever, like, like my vibe from that was like, we go and condescend at parties. Hmm. That's what it felt like, yeah. you know, but like if you go and you model virtue, and what that means in a way that is able to be absent of judgment, like, yeah, you can, you can absolutely I yeah. think, minister at a party. Yeah. Um, no, that's really interesting, Garrett. Like, I think that whole idea of, like, everyone in the same place doing the same thing are all seeking something that's never going to come. Right. Like, this, like, this, like, right. and even, it, it, it is fun in totally. the moment. And it's, go, I it's would say like, even, like, a version of it comes. Yes, a version of it comes. Yes. But that yeah, fulfillment that yes. you're longing for, yes. like, that you're going out every single week hoping that it'll come eventually is never going to be there. Yes. And I think that that, like you said, that is tragic because it's just doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome, thinking, like, I'll find fulfillment through these things over and over again, which just never happens. And I think how important how, and how awesome would it be that if we as, as followers of Jesus, like, modeled, like, I have fulfillment. Like, I don't need that. I don't need this. I don't, like... Jesus is what fulfills me. Like, like, like I have, con- I have satisfaction. I can have fun and enjoy life and celebrate and be myself and be courageous. Yeah, I can even have a beer. Without, I can yeah, do totally. all of that. And it does not mean that that is replacing God's presence right. of, yes. of, of his spirit in my totally. life. Yep, yep. Right. And it, like, yeah, doing all those things. Uh, but doing it, like, I don't need to get, dis- like, destroyed tonight in order to have a good time. Like, because... Uh, like I can have a beer. I know my limits. I can do my thing, but like enjoying your company and just being you, I think is such a cool model and such a cool way to like, be like, uh, this is what Jesus allows me to do because you don't got to fake. Like you, you you don't have to put on a face and be like, look, I'm having fun even though you're empty inside. Like, Yeah. Cause I also get the sense of like when like Molly, I like thinking about like that idea, like I'm going to ministry at a party is like people are like, well, I have really good conversations at parties. And I'm like, no one remembers those conversations. No one remembers. No one does. Like I've <laughs> like been lots of places and yeah. I like, I remember this like emotional, like, like I remember like, uh, so like I had to go to rehab when I was in ninth grade and I remember getting sloshed out of my mind in, at this ninth grade party. Um, and connecting with like one of my best friends from elementary school and like early childhood and just like having so much meaningful conversation. And all I remember is that we were going to go to Mexico together and be best friends for life. (laughs) Wow. 
I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, what I'm saying, like, so sometimes, like, and there's a there's a place for like good conversations and meaningful conversations. What I'm saying is, is like, most of the time when you say that, you're actually all that is is makes you feel good. Like, oh, totally. I said the things to someone that is actually probably not going to remember them. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you really want to know what courage is like, talk to them when they're actually going to remember it. Cause then it actually has consequences, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I also am thinking about, um, maybe like a listener who is following Jesus and who like, who parties and who has the, like who maybe is hearing what you're saying, Garrett, and is thinking, well, I do participate in, partying and all that it has to offer, but it's not replacing what God's spirit does for me. And if, if you're listening and that is your kind of thought process right now, like I just invite you to, to really think about what fulfillment you are receiving from partying and from like, here would be my encouragement. If you actually think that then stop. Yeah. Just try it for two weeks. Go on a fast. A partying fast. Yeah, if that's true. If that's true. Like, prove it. Totally. Like, prove it to yourself. Like, like, ju- like, don't confuse knowledge with virtue. Yeah. And just try it. Yeah. And if you can, if you can say that's true, I mean, like, I, I'll, I'll trust you um, after two weeks, but I pretty much sure totally. that it's yeah. not. I just want to invite you to, to see what could, what it could be like yeah. for it to be different. And I think uh, there was a message you gave recently, Molly, of like, uh, uh, about what it means to like lay down your kingdom, and mm. and and that's coming to mind right now yeah. in in pursuit of God's kingdom and taking up your cross. And you had this whole message about what it means to pick up your cross. And I'd say also if that is you, like thinking about what it means to let go of something that you might be holding on really tightly, that like uh, that like could be getting in the way of you fo- picking up your cross and following Jesus. Like yeah. like honestly, like a level of like um. Like, I hope that all of us, whether that's parting or whatever it might be, that, like, that we can be willing to say, like, God, I want to follow you and what you say, like, above any other coping mechanism or anything that I hold on to or any, like, thing that I think I need to to have fulfillment in this life. Like, I want to find that in you. And I think that a part of that is that, like, yeah, lay it down for a couple weeks. Like, lay it down. Like, find that life in Jesus truly. Um... Uh, without holding on so tightly gripped to being like, no, this is how I think I should live. And God's saying, no, this is my way. And like, uh, it doesn't like the freedom that can come in, in, yeah. in just laying that down and picking up. And let me just encourage you. Like if you're sensing anxiety right now because of even the thought of letting that down, like you should probably really think about some things. Yeah. I know? was just going to say the scripture that comes right after that is if you want, to save your life, you'll lose it. And if you want to lose your life, you'll save it. And if that idea of releasing that feels like impossible, it, it probably could mean you're trying to save your life on your own. And you Mm. are like building and creating and holding on to things because maybe you don't know what it will look like to release them. And that's okay. But part of trusting God is that step of releasing something that, maybe gives you purpose or meaning or comfort or value and trusting that God has something greater for you when you put it down. And it might be really hard and it might be really uncomfortable. And it like God calls us to pick up our cross and follow him into suffering and death That's good to experience resurrection with him. Like it's not easy. Right. And 
Or if you feel yeah. like, there's, like, and I also say, like, if you're feeling like we're judging you, like, we're, there's literally no judgment no, no. at all. But if you're feeling like, how dare you think you know how partying does, like, that, like, that's God, like, that is, that is a telltale sign that there is conviction happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not telling you where it's going to lead. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to tell you that. I'm going to say chase God's spirit down that path. Yeah. Yeah. Because God's leading you into a spot of finding ultimate fulfillment in him. And I want that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like we yes. want that for yep. you. Yeah. Discover, you like discover what that means yep. and, and, and what, th what that could look like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just reiterate that. Like, I hope you know that like, if you're listening to this, that, that we're not trying to come in and I hope it doesn't sound as like, Oh, the Christian's telling me not to party again. Like <laughs> we're actually saying, no, be conscious about how you party. Totally. Yeah. And so I hope that you hear that and hope that you hear that. Like we love you and care about you. Yeah. That's yeah. all the, that's the only reason we're doing this. The only reason we have this, like, it's not to control you. It's not to mold you. It's not to ruin your fun. Like it's actually yeah. that we hope for the best life for you. Totally. Uh, and so I hope that you hear that from us. Um, that we're not trying to take away your fun. We're actually trying yes. to hope that you can have the best life with Jesus possible. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's so good, Josh. Right. I, so I think that one, one thought that came to mind is, okay, so I am, it's, it's a partying is, is occupying like a, an idol in my life. Like what, what do I, like what do I do next? Like how, how do I attempt to navigate that well? Like how, what, what, I don't know what the thought you guys would have on that. Yeah, I'd start by saying like, uh, we have a lot of people in our community that love and care about you. And I would actually say find, if you are not in the community group already, like I would say find a community of people that are going to support you in that. Like tell them about that. Tell them that like you want help, you need accountability, like you're going through this, you want to like have this change in your life and it's going to be hard. Like there's people that want to walk alongside you in that. Um, and so I would say like seek out those people, but also like really seek the Lord, like seek out um, who he says you are, like seek out, uh, is love for you like seek out that meaning and and that uh, that satisfaction that he can give you like um, but I do think that we can't do this on our own like especially yeah. big like when we're trying to change things we're trying to alter habits or anything like that we need people that support us and so totally. uh, my initial thought is, is is finding people who are like who want to be there for you who want to care for you in that yeah, and also just like on a little bit of a lighter note, I do think, I mean, Garrett, you mentioned it, like there is some fun associated with totally. partying and drinking, right? And like a lot of people, I think they might be realizing that it's an idol in their life, but they're like, also it's just, fun. it's how I have my fun. Right, yep. And I would say there are other ways to have fun, like actually, and, and it's not lame. I mean, like our my freshman year of college, we would put on our own like grab -a dates that they do in sororities. And, um, we had so much fun. We would like, I mean, maybe this sounds lame to some people, but <laughs> we would like go bowling and we would go out to eat and we, we just had a lot of fun. And so I would find people too, that you just genuinely like to be around and yeah, hang out with. Um, because there's, there are so many things to do for fun. Right. Especially if you live in Bellingham. <laughs> right. I know. Like, it's so much. And I'd also say, like, there is no shame in, like, nope. opting out for a while. Yeah. For whatever season that might be. And that's okay. Like, like that's okay. Like, like I have a longstanding issue with pornography. I'm not going to go to the pornography convention to do ministry. <laughs> but there are churches, like, that go and do that. Yeah. Like, they show up at the pornography convention and they, like, minister 
did not know that was Yeah, it's called Triple yeah, X Church. It's a thing. I didn't know pornography conventions were a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they are. Anyway, there's like a whole there's like a whole thing of like people going to these conventions and like setting up and doing church and like reaching out to like totally. people in the adult film industry and like doing ministry. Yeah. You know, but like that's just not me. But like I remember this one time like um I when I was when I was working at Starbucks, um, I was working with a bunch of dudes and we st- decided to start a, um, a single, we were made fixed gear bicycles, obviously. <laughs> and so like we would go to all these different swap meets and we would find these old steel frame bicycles and we would buy them and then we'd fix them up and then sell them back to college students at CU Boulder. And the, the guys that I did this with, none of them were Christians, but, and they all liked to smoke pot. And like, that just wasn't a thing for me. So like I could go, be there, not smoke pot, and not feel at all tempted by it. We could just sit yeah, there, yeah. work on the bikes, yeah. have good conversation, and and be there and do work together. And that wasn't a temptation for me. So, like, just also, like, all the things that we talk about, like, know yourself yeah. super, super well. Yeah. Yeah. And if it takes a season for you to step away from that so that you can understand what that means for you, like, that, there's no shame in that. Like, God might call you back in and he might not, and that's totally fine. Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so this week, um, we just want to end with an invitation for you to consider how substances might be affecting the way you relate to reality. Um, And just ask yourself, are you leveraging alcohol or partying or whatever it might be to navigate your friendships or your confidence? Um, And if so, just like Garrett said, just no shame and just step away and just be maybe hardcore about it. And we just want to invite you to consider this so that you can notice the reasons and the ways that you do or don't participate in the level to which you do um, so that you can have wisdom and you can have, like Josh said, the most fun, the best life and live in a way that is aligned with your values and is the most loving to others too. Um, So thanks for joining us this week and you can connect with us on social at Ecclesia Beham to let us know your thoughts on this episode. We'd love to hear them um, or if there are any questions or other topics you want us to cover and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.